Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers Now brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. Are you... Do you believe what Frank Frank said? He said on Daily Faceoff. The Edmonton Oilers, right now, are his early pick to win the Stanley Cup. Brendan Escott is with me. What do you think, Brendan? Is it... I mean, it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, they were right there. They still have... You know, two of the world's best. I think with Connor Brown, you can make a strong argument. They're probably going to have the best top six forwards in the NHL. They were the highest scoring team in the league last year. They were ninth in the league defensively after they got Matthias Eckholm. I think Matthias Eckholm, part of his job this year, will to be helped grow Philip Broberg. They got to get a push from Holloway and, and Broberg. I think that has to happen for the organization. You tell me what he and we'll open up the River Creek Resort Casino phone line seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. What do you think? But Brendan, you tell me. You, you just before we go to, and we're going to work some calls in momentarily here. But what do you think? Well, I mean, it's obviously encouraging. I think you know to look at the team and and think that a full year worth of um, Matthias Ackholm and what that could mean. I, you got to have health on your side, and you got to have some things break your way. But you know, this is now these guys entering their prime, which is crazy to say considering the production they had growing into their NHL careers, but these are the two best players we've ever seen now, or or one of them, I should say. Um, And he's about to enter his prime years, so or is in his prime years right now. I, I just really think that you know, if they get solid goaltending, Bob, it's going to be really tough to make a case against this group. It's hard to argue they won't get better goaltending out of Jack Campbell. Agreed. An and 88 save percentage. He's never produced that poorly before. And they might have another guy who's on the precipice of becoming a full-time number one goalie in Stuart Skinner. So you need goaltending. It's sort of like you need quarterbacking in football. Um They've got that they paid for their defense, uh, but they got some D. Where are we? Are we going to open? Does that line's on, Brendan? Where am I going here? Um, he's just going to work the, work his magic here for a second. Uh, we had a, we had a hot line there. Again, the River Creek Resort Casino hotline is open seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Get the new floors you always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors one hundred forty third Street one hundred eleventh Avenue. Open Monday to Saturday. We're available at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stopper, Brendan Escott, at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. LMA coming down the pipe at 135 today. I'll tell you, the guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak restaurant. Book your celebration for the senses at jvedmonton.ca. I mean, I, I think you certainly got to dig. You got to like Saravalli's, uh, uh Saravalli's optimism around the Edmonton Oilers. Do you share the same optimism? And again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. And we got hundreds. Um, 
hundreds of texts that have come in. This one says, Bob, you're right. The orders were ninth defensively after we got Eckholm, but we also had an easier schedule at that time of the year. Completely fair comment by you from the Big Al. Uh, Bob, I believe Drysaddle will sign a two-year extension. McDavid will sign a three-year extension, basically running the end of their legitimate window and then becoming UFAs at some point, possibly to move on together. Well, that's uh, Dino Bambino, and he's looking into the future already. Um Bob, nothing changes with the Oilers winning. Good luck winning the Cup. He says they don't have it. Again, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Bob, is there any news on the Oilers getting a uh, new goalie coach? No. The goalie coach is going to be uh, Dustin Schwartz. He's under contract. He's highly thought of uh, by basically everybody that's gone through. Away you go. Uh, okay, Bob, this texter says uh, if you... Uh, ain't cheating, you ain't trying. All the BS aside, the Oilers need to start massaging the CBA in regards to contracts. I think it's time we start using personal services contracts, still a business expense, but totally separate of the Oilers' payroll. Completely legal, by the way. No, it's not legal. It is not legal. You can't do that. We're going to go to the Don. Is this the Don? Is this like, we've we've had a texter named the Don. He's an old school, hard-nosed. Don, how you doing? Good. I don't know if I'm that guy, but I am kind of old and uh, <laughs> been around a long time. <laughs> All right. What do you got? Well, I, I don't really think the owners are contenders. Uh, I think the you don't it, think it, they're contenders. No, well, I, I when I say that, I mean that they're going to win. I think they're going to be amongst the top thing. First of all, let me tell you why. The last half of the season when they had their run, they played very weak opposition. There was only a few teams that they played that were good, and they split those games approximately 50-50. So I'll give them credit for beating up on teams they needed to, but I just don't think that they have the top thing. And second reason is is I, it's not so much the defense, but the defensive zone coverage. They are absolutely terrible. I, the, the guys that were criticizing goaltending, if you look at the chances where the teams were shooting against our goaltending from for direct direct in front of the net, high-quality chances, versus what the orders got against a team like, uh, well, they lost to... Um, Vegas. Vegas, yes, thank you. That uh, they they blocked. There was, they did not. No teams got to top. The Vegas, the, the Vegas Golden Knights played a basically a straight zone against Edmonton, and Edmonton played more of a three v three, man versus man defensively. Vegas opened up some crevices at, at critical times against the Oilers. I think that's fair. Um, uh, regarding the, John, just 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 I want you to hear me out here. When yeah. Edmonton was sitting there, I think their record was like 19-18-3, okay, 40 games in a season, okay? Right. They'd lost to the L.A. Kings. They'd gone down swinging. There had been three fights. <laughs> there were three fights on the ice. And yeah. <laughs> anyhow, I digress. Uh, um you know, that for me was a turning point. I went on the air the next day and I said, I still think Edmonton's going to finish 47 to 52 wins. And, you know, we had fans, Stuffer, you should quit your head, you know, blah, blah, blah. You're out to lunch. I factored in the schedule. I knew Edmonton. So, yes, they had a weaker schedule in the second half, but you got to make do with the schedule you got. And they made the most of it. And they went 14 0 1 in their final 15 games. Like, I don't expect them to go 14 0 1 in every 15 game segment. But I got to tell you, I'd be surprised if Edmonton didn't win 48 to 52 games this year. Unless there's a serious injury to one of their top two players. All day, I think they win 48 to 52 games, man. And if you're winning that much, in my opinion, you're a legit chance to win the Stanley Cup. 
I, okay, I, I shouldn't have said I don't think they're a contender because I do think that they have a chance all dependent on injuries. I just don't think that they're the top team contenders. I think uh, uh, both two, two teams out of the East, and I do agree with what you said about uh, Colorado. Colorado's uh, going to be in the mix all day. They're going to be in oh, the mix all day. They, they're, they're, just having McCarr, he, he just puts everybody one step ahead because he's just so brilliant on defense. He's the only guy i ever seen that can skate and stop McDavid uh, on a consistent basis. But, uh, but there's teams in the East like Carolina, and I don't see them getting weaker. And also New Jersey. If New Jersey gets a good goaltender because it's the style of the team that well, uh, game they play. New Jersey's going to be an interesting team to watch. I think that's fair. I agree with you. No question. Okay. That's Thanks, all I got to say. Thanks, up, man. Bye. Yeah, 780-496-0063. So what do you think? I mean, uh, Frank Cervalli says his way too early pick to win the Stanley Cup, the Edmonton Oilers. I, I believe the Oilers will win again. I, I'll bump it by one. Instead of 47 to 52, I'll go 48 to 53. I think Edmonton's going to have a marginally better regular season. It'll be different. It's not going to have the ups and downs. It's going to have a little bit more consistent theme to it during the course of the year. And I'll add something. I do not envision, Brendan, I do not envision the Oilers in a situation. Like, I'm not convinced, just for the record. So here we sit on August the 1st. I don't know if the Edmonton Oilers sign another forward between now and training camp to an NHL contract. Okay? So that means they've only got 11 forwards, right? I'm not, and I've got Lavoie in the minors, and I got, uh, what's his face? Peterson in the minors, okay? So we're looking at, for the sake of argument, McDavid with Evander Kane and Connor Brown, and Nugent Hopkins with Dreisaitl and Hyman, and then McLeod, Fogel, and for me, Holloway, Holloway on the left side, and then Yanmark and Ryan on the fourth line with a, with a hole down the fourth line center position. So what I do think you'll see happen is, if it were me, is I'd bring in two or three players on a PTO and have them duke it out. Now, it's going to be tough to find a right-shot center. There's none out there. There is a left-shot center available. He's had decent offensive numbers, played a little bit of a soft game. Okay, I'm not sure he's the right guy. You know who I'm talking about. We've talked about him before on the show. And so don't know whether or not the Oilers will end up, you know, going down a path. Um Pew Suter is the guy I was thinking of. That's the left shot center. He's a he's a center. There's they might have to, what I would do is bring in a bunch of guys in on a PTO. Somebody comes in, earns a job at seven hundred and seventy five thousand. And then if you need to make a small deal during the year for an upgrade with a right shot center, you do so, right? But you save your bullet, the first rounder in 2024, for a significant ad at some point. Maybe a change to what you do on defense or conversely, a different forward in the top nine. Something along that lines. Does that make sense? Absolutely. The PTO, before you got to it, is the route that I was going to suggest. I mean, rather than thrusting somebody who doesn't have the NHL experience, like Lavoie, for example, into that position where you're relying on him to swim instead of sink, now you've got the option of somebody on the same basically dollar value who at least has gone through the process of being the NHL pro a couple of times before. I think there's a big difference in that. All right, let's re-engage the River Crane Resort Casino hotlines. We're going to go to... 
Chris on line number one. Hello, Chris. You're on Oilers now. How are you doing? Doing well, Bob. How are you? Good. What do you think? Uh, well, you know what? It's, uh, you know what? I think I'm actually fine with how quiet the offseason has been for a change. Because I think, you know, it, it's funny because I, I know there was talk earlier with how a uh, rough season the Elks have been and what, what the turmoil feels like right now. And it makes me think back to just, you know, the decade that was before McDavid came in and just, you know, the ups and downs and like the the major fluctuations of the roster. And it's like, it feels nice to finally have the stability and just even just, you know, I know you kind of joked with, uh, with Frank, you know, on the superstition that, you know, he had the Oilers in 2018 to be your cup favorites. You know what? I tell you what I've in my lifetime, I've never had the words Oilers and Stanley cup favorites together. So it feels nice to kind of hear it, I guess maybe that's just me, but well, I mean, and that's fair. And I will tell you, as a guy that was privileged enough to have watched the Oilers' evolution in the 1980s, like I was in grade 12 when the Oilers won the first Stanley Cup in 1984. And I remember when the Islanders got past the Rangers, it was a best of five in round one. And I was at my cousin Michael's place, and we, and we were like, we were begging the Rangers to win that. And Barry Beck injured his shoulder in that game. And that was a huge loss because he was like their best defenseman. And, um, you know, we were like, oh, no, not the Islanders, not the Islanders. And then Edmonton just took him to the woodshed and kicked the living you-know-what out of him. And it was awesome. Like, they blew them out in games three, four, and five. And, you know, you're sitting there you know, a month later and your team's a Stanley Cup champion and is having an impromptu party on Jasper Avenue. It was one of the greatest moments in Edmonton's history. It was, un- it was unreal. And from that point on, for the next eight years, every year, like even after the Gretzky trade, like in 88-89, the Oilers, there were still people that thought the Oilers could win the Cup that year in the playoffs. 89-90, okay, they got bounced out in the first round. You're thinking, eh, they won the Cup. 91-92 and playoffs, they went three rounds both years on fumes, right? And it started to sell off not just, you know, first Paul Coffey, then Wayne Gretzky, then Mark Messier. On fumes in 91-92. It still made it to the third round. So you saw the 06 run. Yes, I I did. Like that's it's the only time I got to see I've seen the Oilers in the Stanley Cup final yeah. right now. Yeah. And yeah, like I mean, heck, I know you you have the joke with 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 Speck of how uh, you know he had them uh, Detroit winning in three. I yeah. mean, heck, my thought at the time was hey, it's not Dallas. We're not playing them for a change. It, it felt nice to have something different for for once and it worked out but i i had heard i had heard that there were issues that year in detroit with babcock coming in and they had some older veteran players not the detroit guys guys that came from other organizations and they had sort of there had been battling with babcock and a couple of those guys ended up out of there right away they, after that playoff year that's the last game steve eisenman ever played was game six in edmonton i mean the red wings were huge part of me if if you go back and look at the the that final face off with like five six seconds left in the third before the game was over, Heisman's on the bench for that. You know, like he's not even on the ice. Like I think that that alone says something about uh, what was happening there. Yeah, it was it was interesting stuff. Hey, great call, Chris. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, Bob. One twenty one in Edmonton. You can also text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. 
do want to mention to you again uh, for our friends um yeah, out of Wow Factor Desserts, Colin Ruddle and the gang, uh, they're having a special day. They're celebrating their one-year anniversary as we speak. And uh, they have got themselves at 3508 56th Avenue Northwest. Um, it's open today until 4 o'clock. You can swing by, and they've got complimentary dessert bar, complimentary beverage bar. They've got deals and discounts, raffle prizes, all that kind of stuff. And uh, Starvin' Marvin Wyatt EG is there as well until 2.30, wowfactordesserts.com. We're going to go to uh, Darren on line number two. Hello, Darren. You're in Oilers now. How are you doing? Hey, Bob. Doing great. Loved your interview yesterday with Jared Johansson. Thank you. That was awesome because I, I work with a guy that he uses as a player agent that works for him. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, he's, uh, uh, he's, he's, you know what? He's an understated, like, he's a heavy hitter. He's He's got yeah. a top four book amongst agents, and he's based here in Edmonton, and he's, you know, uh, he's he's always been an agent that has never belittled the market that he's worked in. Like, he's always spoken positively about the opportunity here with the Oilers as well. So, yeah. you know, obviously I'm a big fan of his. I just, I like his style. He, and he gets great deals for his clients. That's got to be stated. Yep. That's what I've heard. Uh, but on your Oilers uh, being that good to win the Stanley Cup, I mean, yeah, they got talent stuff. They're still defensive, still, I think, weak. Goaltending's still weak. I still don't think that's good enough what they got. And, I mean, you can have the best regular season in the world, man, but if you can't play in the playoffs, it don't matter. You ain't winning nothing. Well, That's uh, what it comes down to. Do you know what's the most amount of playoff series teams have played over the last five years? No. Or, sorry, over the last two years? The most amount of playoff? No. Five. five. The winners are tied for playing the most playoff series amongst any of the teams. Yeah, so, well... So we'll see if they progress and grow, right? The old saying sometimes. Yeah. But you know what? You're, if you take overall a look at where Edmonton finished, overall the Oilers were 17th last year in goals against. Yeah. Overall. They were top nine once they got Ekholm. They had an easier schedule. They got to be top ten in goals against. I agree with that. But, like I say, you look at Boston. Boston was the number one overall pick and couldn't get out of the first round. Well, so. and they're still trying to figure out what happened there. Thanks for the call, Brian. <laughs> You bet. No problem. Let's go Bye. from Brian to, or Darren, to Brian. We're going to go to Brian on line number one. Hi, Brian. How are you? Good, Bob. Uh, just a couple things. Um, I think it, it, it took Jack Campbell about a year to get used to the Oilers system and the players. Like, it's a lot faster, not as hemmed uh, in, I think, as the East Coast was. And Connor Brown, he played with... Um, McDavid Connor and Erie. McDavid. Yeah, but... Uh, like that was what five six years ago. Do you think it'll take him a little bit more to get used to Connor? Uh, it was uh, it was nine years. It was during the thirteen fourteen season. That's when he last played with McDavid nine years ago. I think the the thing that I like about Connor Brown is he's had multiple twenty goal seasons not playing with Connor McDavid. Uh, you know, can can Connor Brown be a uh, Zach Hyman? Like, did anybody see Zach Hyman being an eighty point scorer? A uh, 35 goal score if the Edmonton, like, you know, and I didn't, I, I thought Hyman would be 25 goals, 55 points, which is kind of what he did the first year. And then obviously the Oilers got a great power play. I wouldn't bet against Connor Brown having a, you know, having a pretty good year here at Edmonton. I mean, you know, let me ask the question differently to you, okay? Do you have more confidence in Connor Brown or in Kyler Yamamoto? 
I think Connor Brown, he's a little bigger, isn't he? Yeah, he's bigger, and, you know, he's a better penalty killer. So, well, but you know what? The Oilers have to prove it defensively. That is a fair comment by you. Okay, thanks, Bob. You bet. 125 in Edmonton. We'll take a quick timeout. This is Oilers now. It's 127 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Uh, Zach says, Bob, the Edmonton Oilers will be the 2023-24 Stanley Cup champions. Mark my words. I feel it coming. I really do. I can't I can't wait to witness another Stanley Cup final. 06 is the reason I fell in love with the game. That one comes to us from Zach. One bounce, man. It was a 2-1 game in the third period, and Cam Ward made a great save. After a net drive uh, by Rafi Torres and a rebound opportunity to Fernando Pisani. And Ward came up with a stop. Otherwise, it's a 2 2 game in game seven. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brentridge Ford in Wetaskiwin is well known for their top shelf service department. They don't forget about you after you purchase a vehicle. You can reach out to Uncle Melt, Rich, Johnny, and the team at Brentridge Ford to make you a repeat customer. 780 352 6048. Brentridge Ford is your Ford truck authority on the auto mile in with Tasquin. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. Bob, we can't afford to gamble anymore, uh, period. We can't afford to burn another year of Connor and Leon. Can't just hope for the prospects to improve and the goaltending to improve. Got to go out and make some changes to upgrade the defense. That one comes to us for Richard. Could be in season. Could be in season. You see that happen. Again, uh, would not surprise me if you see the pairings Nurse Bouchard Eckholm Broberg, and then Kulak and Cece. And they balance the minutes out uh, between the pairings a little bit more. Knocks the minutes down for some guys, maybe a little bit more. Like a guy like Broberg, if he's going to play with Eckholm, he's going to have to play 17 and a half minutes a game. Just file that one away. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. Al May, when we return for Wilhock Beef Jerky.